Little did I know that when I joined Kaiser Permanente that it would be on my top 10 list for what has made this year great. I can see my physician, I can be referred to the lab, I can then be referred to the pharmacy all in the same building. You, you've got it all. I mean, it's, it's quality of care, it's compassion of care, it's convenience of care. It's true. Every medical case is unique. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. We're in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary in extraordinary ways. Albert Einstein once said that everybody's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm your host, Sharon Lynn Wyatt, creator of Namology Science and author of Know the Name, Know the Person. Today's show shares with you the fascinating ways our guest has discovered the genius in herself and what she has been able to accomplish. At the end of tonight's show, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. So how does someone express their talents and how does someone share those gifts with others in such a way that all benefit? Our expert tonight is Margot Mateus, who has developed her genius in the area of healing. Margot Mateus is an award-winning writer, scientifically verified healer, ordained minister, and spiritual teacher who has helped thousands of people in more than 12 countries around the world. Margot's divine clairvoyance has been featured on major media outlets, including Coast to Coast AM, Sirius XM, and Fate to Black. She is the creator of Angelic Soul Clearing and works directly with the archangels and other high vibrational guides to clear the soul of darkness. She has a unique ability to see into energy centers and locate hidden entities and or energies that are blocking a person's ability to heal and to be happy. Devoutly religious and spiritual, Margot had her first premonition at the age of 13, and she began have, or sorry, at the age of eight, but by the age of 13, she was having dreams in which she was interacting with angels. By the age of 14, she became a lay minister and a professional speaker. She is now the lead pastor of Freed by the Light Ministries. She uses her insights as an investigative reporter and newspaper editor for 10 years before working for the world's largest public relations firm, becoming an internationally known trainer and executive coach to organizations including Google, Verizon, and the Red Cross. She's been a featured speaker for the American Medical Association, the American Cancer Society, and so many others. And she's the author of The Career Cards, A Practical Guide to Life, and Freed by the Light. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Margot. Oh, it's wonderful to be here, Sharon. Thank you so much for having me. 
Well, we're so excited to have you back because so much has happened since the last time that we spoke with you. Now, Margo, I want to start by using Namology Science to share some of what your name indicates. Do I have your permission to do that? Absolutely, and it's so right on. I can't wait for you to tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Margo's name indicates that she has fairness issues as she wants the world to be a fair place. She finds it easier to stand up for others than she does in standing up for herself. Interestingly, her name indicates that she's excellent at identifying sabotage of the self and how to bring out the best in others. Her name also indicates that she'll be well known for whatever she does and remembered long after she's gone. In other words, the people she assists will always remember her. Margot's name also indicates that she has experienced some real hardships in her life, things that would have a challenge overcoming. And what's that saying? What doesn't kill us makes us stronger? Well, Margot's overcome in spades and is quite remarkable in a myriad of ways. So I can't wait to get into this and find out even more than we did the last time. So I want to start with what did it feel like to dream about interacting with angels? Well, at the time, I had no idea what they were. Um, the dreams always started out, it was during a very, during a very specific period, uh, I think right after I kind of like started my period kind of a thing, you know, a sort of like feminine ritual. Um, and so I started having these dreams where I was in a lab and there were these very tall beings that didn't have faces, but they were in white lab coats. And my job was to find an invisible growling thing and trap it. And so I would find it. And the very first one I got was kind of small and it sounded like a cat hissing and growling. And I put it in one of those jet dry containers. If anybody's old <laughs> enough to remember the 70s, they had those little tiny jet dry things that went in a dishwasher. They look like a little bucket, you know, and it's only a couple inches tall. Um, but that was my job. And so, uh, and, and they weren't mean about it. It was just like, you know, this, we're teaching you to do this. And at the time I had no idea. And I was like, who are my invisible friends? But I felt completely comfortable with them. I felt completely safe with them. I felt better with them than I did in the real world. Uh, I felt more belonging and um, just a sense of camaraderie and trust and respect with these faceless beings. <clears throat> of course, than I did on the playground at school. So then the, the dreams progressed to the point where um, I was asked to catch a larger invisible growling thing. And that one, um, I, it was about the size of a cat and again, invisible. And I stuffed it inside of a, a, a fold up Barbie house. You remember those Barbie houses, they were plastic and they had like a folding thing where you could fold it in and turn the clasp. And so my job was to catch demons. And it wasn't honestly until about, gosh, maybe five or six years ago that I started doing this work. And I realized that I was really working with angels and they were teaching me at such an early age to catch demons that's, so your exactly dreams what it was, but i didn't know it at the time your dreams of catching demons and learning how to play with the angels is better than the video games they have out today where they you know with the controllers and whatnot because it was all in your head you didn't need a game board this is the exxon broadcast network broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers including cnn broadcast network Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, 
Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Okay, welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. Our guest tonight is Margot Mateus, whose website is GetRealAnswers.com. And I want to say that one more time. It's GetRealAnswers.com. After the last time you were on, Margot, I knew so many people that couldn't wait to get a session with you. And some of them were waiting months to get a session with you. But everybody came back afterwards with the most fascinating and interesting stories. And they felt lighter and they felt better. And lives were turning around. Incomes were increasing. Um, they felt freer. They felt lighter. I mean, the, the amount of stories were just remarkable. And I'm sure your phone will be ringing off the hook again or your email or whatever. So I want to start by saying, what is an angelic soul clearing that you do? An angelic soul clearing is a very custom process um, in which I look within a person's energy fields, within their chakras, um, and it's like stepping into a movie or stepping into real life. And I see um, and interact with the energies that are present. So, for instance, um, it, it, with a person who's very anxious, um, I'll see them pacing back and forth in their, in their head. Um, I see the chakras as very specific types of rooms within a person. And so they all have a certain structure. And so if the structure isn't right, then I know that something is off. And I can also sense and see and talk to um, invading energies that may be their entities, energies that attach, things like that. So an angelic soul clearing process um, allows me to go into a person's energy field at a very deep level and really ex excavate what's in there clear out what's in there, and then the angels remove things that have been there for years, very deep hurts, very deep traumas, things that are subconscious, things that we can't get to. I cannot tell you how many of my clients say, I've worked on this for 10 years or 50 years. Why is it still there? Well, it's there because it takes the angels to remove it. The work that I do is so powerful, and thank you so much for sending me so many wonderful referrals and giving me the pleasure to work with such amazing people. But the reason that the work is so powerful and so different than much of the healing out there is because it's not me doing it. It's not a human doing it. It is supernatural. It is divine. And so the angels are the ones that come in and will actually remove 
this trauma. They will remove the pain, and it's literally gone. I mean, addictions are vanished instantly. Illnesses are gone. It's, it is absolutely mind-blowing what they do. It, it, it is. It's like miracles being made with every session. Um, you mentioned yes. something in the book about there was a story about capturing the aura, and I was fascinated by that because I thought, how do you capture an aura, really? What does that look like? What does that entail? Capturing, oh, the aura, yes, in the beginning of the book, yes. Um, that was so cool. That's when I was scientifically verified. So uh, in 2016, I went to Arizona and met with a, a very distinguished uh, doctor in the field of energy medicine. And she has a lab where she actually measures frequencies and uh, vibration and things like this and electricity coming from your hands and DC current running through your body. And so she hooked me up to um, the same machine that they use for Russian cosmonauts. And um, it measures the light coming out of your fingertips. And they use this to create a map of your aura. So this is not like anything you see at a psychic fair. I mean, this is very high-tech scientific equipment. So uh, when she did that, you know, it prints out a, a, a printout of your auric field. And she looked at mine and she says, well, you know, you have a break here in the back of your head and you've got a thing here down by your solar plexus. And so to demonstrate that I was a healer, she said, you're going to have to change your energy field demonstrably. So she said, I want you to fix these things, these holes in your aura. So she gave me 15 minutes. I worked on it. I did my thing, came back and she mapped it again. And I had pulled in my aura. And it's so interesting. I love that I saw this because I always feel like I walk around with a big antenna, like I am a big antenna. And, um, and you could actually see that in, in the book. You can see the printout of this. And there's this big, huge antenna basically around my crown chakra that extends out and around me which is like taking in information all the time and it's always connected to the to the divine so i pulled in my energy field and uh, healed those areas that she asked me to it's it's fascinating you know i think it's fascinating because i have been in a, a place where we did meditation and i literally saw that auric field around the person that was leading it and it was so clear. And I thought, this is like the pictures of the divine beings, regardless of what religious background, when they put that light behind their heads or whatever, it's like that halo. And I thought, that's what that is. They're, everybody's seeing the, the clarity of the aura or yes. the clarity of that energy field. And so anyway, I just found yeah. that all fascinating. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you've mentioned earlier today about anxiety. And so many of our young children and middle school children today have anxiety issues. Do you have any idea what the cause of that is? And tell us about how easy that one is to clear. Well, it's interesting. I was working with uh, a young man in Canada who was uh, very depressed and suicidal and suffered from paralyzing anxiety. And his parents were extremely distraught because in Canada, if you go out in the wintertime, you can die. So he would take off and, and they would be desperate to find him. And what I found in working with teenagers especially and in working backwards with adults with their stuckness, their, their trauma, the first thing I ask somebody in a session is on a scale of 1 to 10, how oppressed and stuck do you feel right now? And those are things that people can relate to, right? And if you say anxious or depressed, people may not resonate with that. But everybody knows what it feels like to feel stuck or oppressed. And so – in tracing back the roots of many of these issues, they get to about the age of 13 or 14. 
And as we all know, that's kind of a really big perilous time for people. We have this flood of hormones. We're coming into ourselves. But it's also a time with those hormonal changes and trying to figure out who we are that people are extremely vulnerable. And as we know, this is the age when, you know, kids turn to drugs and sex and they start developing really bad habits, possibly, to deal with trauma, to deal with those feelings of being lost. And so what I discovered is that a lot of times there are predatory energetic entities that I call dragons, energetic dragons, that will attach to a child or a developing adolescent at this age of their life. And, you know, when you have a, a, a child who is in the dark all the time, who only eats junk food, who doesn't want to go outside, those are some symptoms of, a, of an energetic dragon because what the dragons do, and they show this in the movies, right, they, they withdraw to their dens and they do like to hide in the dark. So in being able to identify this dragon with this young man that I'm referencing, he had three dragons and I got rid of them. And he was a changed boy. He had not been able to leave the house. The family had been kind of kept hostage uh, by his depression because they were terrified to leave him alone. And they actually were able to go on a, a cross-country trip uh, together as a family. And he you know, posted that he'd never been happier. And he, his life went right back on course. And I see this so many times when you can get rid of that energetic dragon life turns around and the people at 13, 14, 12 are very vulnerable when they're reaching out and trying to figure out who they are. They have to be, as parents, we have to be aware that this can be a contributing factor to childhood anxiety and depression. So around that same time that this can happen for a lot of kids at that same age and even younger, you wanted to start exploring spirituality. How did that come about? I mean, what caused you to go in that direction versus sex, drugs, and all those other things you mentioned? I was just always religious. I mean, I read, when I was a kid, I read Bible flashcards like today's kids read Harry Potter. I preached on the playground at nine years old. Uh, we had a tornado <laughs> come over our house. I was six years old. The parents were standing around wondering what to do. I hit my knees and started praying for the tornado to skip our house, which it did. It hit, it hit the background, uh, our neighbor across the street behind us went over our house and then tore the roof off of a gas station two blocks over. Um, I just have always been that way, and I, I just have always felt connected to God. My mother was extremely religious, and I was raised Pentecostal and then also became a lay minister in my Lutheran church. Um, and I was a speaker for the Right to Life movement as a child. I was very, very conservative and um, have really had to, you know, I've been the whole gamut. I, I um, founded the Campus Crusade for Christ at my high school. I mean, my, my freshman thesis paper in high school was the, the life ascension of Jesus Christ. <laughs> super, super religious. So it was just, it was just everything I did, you know, it was just natural for me to turn that way. Well, when I was 11, I, I read how, pardon me, when I was 11, I read Satan is Alive and Well on Planet Earth. <laughs> uh, you know what? There's that a fascinating book out by um, I want to say Rabbi Bird. This just called Satan is how they pronounce it, or Satan, and how you should get to know Satan so you know how to protect yourself and what kind of games are played and whatever. That's a different story. In mm -hmm. your book, Freed by the Light, I just had such fun reading this book. Um, but you Thank talk you. about things that you know. I I consider myself well read. And yet you talk about things that I hadn't experienced before or heard about before or imagined 
that they would work the way you describe in your book. And I think that's why I was Yay. so fascinated. And in about two minutes or less, and then we can continue after the break, um, you talked about Samuel's soul being trapped between worlds. Tell us how a soul gets trapped and what they can do so they don't get trapped. Um, I think it's a matter of karma, and I think it's a matter of somebody opening the door to him and saying, you can choose the light, or you can choose you know, to go maybe back to the darkness, and, and that soul not wanting to make a choice. So in Samuel's case, they showed me past lives where he had actually been a Nazi, and he was extremely cruel. And this, for him, was a form of purgatory. So again, a lot of what I see and what you see in the book, it's almost like what you see in the movies, you know? This depiction of, of, of hell dimensions and purgatory and things like that. He really was sentenced to purgatory here on Earth, and it was really a process uh, to get his soul accepted by either the light or the dark because um, neither one was really willing to claim him. And that in itself is a type of hell. So it, it was, it, it was a very fascinating case for me too. Well, okay. Really quickly with a yes or a no, can you teach what you do to other people? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's an honest so. answer. Okay. I well, hope we need so. to take I'm going to try you know, we need to take this break, even though we're getting started with this fascinating topic. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. This show is dedicated to insights learned from exploring the inner currents of a person's mind and body. After the break, we'll find out some of the different ways that Margot Mateus has assisted people in the future. Remember, her website is GetRealAnswers.com. And just hang on. We will be right back with her and more fascinating information. including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net.
Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Margot Mateus, who can be reached via her website, which is GetRealAnswers.com. Okay, Margot, you know, you have a gift for being able to see inside of a person's body and see what's really going on. From your vantage point, what does that look like from the inside? I mean, what are you seeing? And then if you wouldn't also at the same time mention when you see cyborgs in a brain. I mean, that was a fascinating story in your book. It was a fascinating story. So like I said, when I do the angelic soul current process, I do use clairvoyance um, to, I literally close my eyes and then I put my hands over my eyes to make it really, really dark. And I project all of my being into the space. So it's almost literally, like I said, walking into a video or just walking into a live action scene. So within us, you know, we tend to think of our energy centers as being stagnant, but they're not. Trust me, there's a lot of stuff going on inside of us all the time. So, for instance, in this little boy, uh, it's kind of the central beginning and ending of this book. Um, he, his mother, you know, talked to me about him being really scary. And he always talked about being a soldier. And he would say, Mom, I have little men building things in my brain. Then, of course, she thought it was crazy. And he spoke really loudly, and she said, why are you talking so loud? And he said, because I can't hear over all the noise in my brain. There's people building things in there. And he actually used the word nanos. He said, Mom, it's like I have little worms crawling in my head or nanos in my brain. And so she asked me to take a look at him. And when I stepped into the crown chakra, the first thing I noticed, because I have all my senses in there, I'm a multisensory psychic and divine clairvoyant, but I have, I can hear things, I can smell things, I can taste things. So I have all my senses in this other dimension in this angelic world. So when I walked inside his brain, I heard construction, like big booms and, you know, crashing sounds and drilling sounds. So I literally turned towards the sound of the noise and I saw a, a scaffolding being built around this big brain. Just like we put scaffolding around any construction project. That's what I saw. And there was a big crane um, lowering a beam onto the scaffolding structure. And then when I turned further, because I was like, wow, what is this? There's the construction noise. I turned a little bit more to the left, and there was a cyborg standing there. And then I looked into the brain, and I saw circuitry with blue flashing lights, which is indicative to me of alien circuitry and implants. And um, I began interacting with it. Now, in other people, I will get in there and I will see a dragon of various colors. Um, I may see, um, uh, you know, other types of ghouls, uh, monsters, various types of things, types of demonic things. Um, One time I saw something in a person who was alcoholic, uh, something that looked like the alien movies, you know, like the mother, the queen alien. So I never know what I'm going to see, but they do tend to fall in type, certain types of patterns. And so and then I start dialoguing, like, why are you here? And uh, under whose authority are you here? And it's really a very wild ride to determine the hierarchy of why they're there, why they think they have the right to invade a person, and then what sort of cosmic legal process myself and the angels have to go through to extricate them once and for all from that place. Wow, sounds complicated. You know, from everything you've seen, is this a malevolent world or is it a blessing to be here? Is this a good place or a bad place? I think that it's a good place 
that's been taken over by, by very bad things. Um, Earth, Earth is a very special place in the universe because it's a free zone. Most of the planets that I travel trying to free souls is, are, are places that are, have hive mentalities. Uh, there are alien races. They're very, it's, it's you know, cosmic communism. There isn't free will. There isn't independence. Everyone is expected to do the same thing and to be part of the whole. And here on Earth, this is a very special place because when people come here, they have independence. And so that's why we're able to free the souls because, hey, when you come to Earth, this is a different game. And you don't have the same jurisdiction here that you do maybe on your home planet or in another dimension. So my belief is that humanity is intrinsically good. And um, because of our goodness and because of our spiritual um, foundations and the ability for us to broadcast frequencies, malevolent entities are always trying to hijack our frequency. They want to take over the satellite and they want to broadcast their signal through us. And so it is a constant battle, literally, between good and evil to keep humanity from being invaded and taken over by these dark entities. So how do you keep yourself safe, especially if you're not able to see these dark entities? Well, you know, that's a great question. And the book talks a lot about that, right? We talk about clear, claim, and connect. And in the end of the book, um, the book is full of all kinds of information about how to clear curses, how to check for entities, um, how to be, be careful of spiritual parasites, you know, things that can make us literally sick. Um, how to dialogue with things like cancer and other emotions, all these things can block us. Um, for me, you know, for everybody, you really have to protect your energy. So the whole theme of the book is that you're this precious cosmic real estate, and you must protect your energy as if it is the most valuable thing in the universe, because it is. Our life force is juicy. It is the, the biggest treasure anyone can imagine. And so the thieves want to steal it and hijack it and take it over. And it's just like a real war. So you really have to protect yourself. You must protect your energy field. You must become aware of it. That's why I teach a psychic development class, which has been phenomenally received and has changed so much for people. You know, my goal is to awaken people, clear out your aura so that you can be connected to yourself and connected to your sense of what God is so that you can be aware of your energy and protect it even more but it's about strengthening your aura and keeping yourself really clear really clear and use discernment be able to be connected and use discernment you know i see in the name certain letters mean certain things and when i'm doing a name reading and there's not there's certain letters that are missing throughout the entire name i look at some people and i go oh my goodness gracious how do you manage you have no discernment I mean, it literally shows up like a vacuum. So how do those people develop discernment when it's not innate, they didn't come equipped with it already to develop? Um, for people like that, I, I try to get them really connected to their, um, their solar plexus chakra and uh, their third eye. So I really try to open up and strengthen the places within them that may be weak or shut down or they're not used to using. And I will also call in on their behalf with their permission certain um, divine guides that will lend strength and lend protection and help them with that, spirit uh, guides what, and, and angels. What a blessing. What a blessing. Okay. You also mentioned nanos earlier. And then in the book, you're talking about nanos in our food. So would you go into 
more about nanos and nanos in our food and what else you've seen in our food? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, about 20 years ago, I went to pick up a plum in a supermarket and I picked it up and it was hard and it didn't have any smell. And I thought, this is something weird. What is this? This, this, this isn't fruit. What is it? I mean, I grew up in the Midwest, right, with natural fruit. And so I'm old enough, you know, my 50s to remember when food was food. And when you picked up a piece of produce, it had a, a natural smell and it was naturally ripe. And when I took that plum home and I'd been into it, it was just tasteless and hard and nasty. And so I knew something was going on with our food. And so I started to research stuff, and I can literally, like, sense nanotechnology. So what is nano? A nano is a, it's a, it's a division of science. It is a, it is a particle that is one one-thousandth the size of a human hair. So it's so infinitesimally small, it cannot be seen in a regular microscope. And yet, these are tiny little robots that can have payloads, uh, and they are being used in science, and that's why the angels literally kept saying to me, scaffolding, scaffolding, scaffolding. And they had me research it, and there are, they are literally using nanotechnology on scaffolding in cells to regrow cells and to change cellular structure. So that literally what was, what was happening on an alien level inside that little boy's brain is happening in science today. But they're putting GMOs in our food, which, and, and we think, well, what is a GMO? Okay, so they're changing a couple of genes. No, genetically modified, and I did all this research, and like you, you pointed out in the beginning, I was an investigative reporter for 10 years and have never stopped. So I really take research very seriously, and I used mainstream sources. I didn't use any fringe sites, and then I was really, really tenacious about this, you know, going right to the CDC's website and the government's website and seeing what they even admitted to. Um, and a genetically modified uh, food, GMO, it's a genetically modified organism. And what that means, Sharon, and for everyone listening, is that it is no longer natural. It no longer qualifies as food. It is something grown in a lab. So 90% of all U.S. crops today that we eat are now genetically modified organisms. They, do no, they no longer qualify as food. This is a different thing that has been created and modified in a lab and then put in the field and grown. Now what they're this doing is, you know, scary. it's terrifying. It's terrifying. And when you consider that nanotechnology is being used really by alien races to infiltrate us um, for thought control and things like this and, and poisoning us, um, you know, they're spraying our crops with chlorpyrifos, which is a nerve gas that was developed by the Nazis, uh, never used, but it was developed by them. And it's been banned for residential use for over 10 years in the U.S., but this is what they spray directly onto our food. And what a study has shown is that children who live within a mile of these pesticide-sprayed fields have 60% to 80% more chance of being autistic than not. And then, so there's, it's just terrifying what's happening with our food supply. And we have to understand that food is not food anymore. It's something different. Okay. Would that even apply doubly to things at a fast food chain? 
Well, yeah, I mean, the fact that you have, you know, um, tornado chasers driving around with a McDonald's burger that's two years old on the deck of their car, the dashboard of their car, (laughs) and it hasn't changed at all in two years. I mean, this is documented. It hasn't changed at all. It didn't mold. It didn't collapse. It didn't fall apart. So whatever that is, is not food (laughs) because a a bun will mold. Meat will spoil. I don't know what it is, but it's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. Ah, that really is. Okay, real briefly, (laughs) you put out career cards. Are they solely about careers? I mean, what's the purpose of your career cards? I know they're named career cards, but I've been hearing kind of rumors and statements from different people now that have worked with you about everything but career when they're using the career cards. (laughs) They are about everything. They answer everything from relationships to health issues to, you know, whatever I should do in the moment. Um, One lady even lost her cat and she drew the mechanic card and her cat was in the neighbor's garage. So (laughs) they, they are astoundingly um, accurate and precise and really divinely um, inspired and, and attuned. So, and I really argued with the angels. I was like, but they, they're about life. And they said, well, there's already something called life cards. There's nothing called the career cards. And they were right. And so they are the only product in the metaphysical world called the career cards. Um, and so that is, you know, that's their name. But they cover everything, everything you could possibly imagine. I had a mother ask, should I do an intervention for my daughter's drug problem? And she drew the parent card and the helper card reversed. Okay, hold that thought. And We need to take our last break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. After the break, we'll find out what Margot Mateus has in her name that has assisted her that you might actually have in your name as well. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Margot Mateus, whose website is GetRealAnswers.com. 
Margot has taken her healing skills to a level where she's able to see what energies need to be shifted to make a difference in a person's life. I still have so many questions for you, Margot. First of all, <laughs> can you fa um, facilitate your healing things? Like, does it help if the person's a meditator? Does it make a difference? Um, it makes it easier to do some guided visualizations with them, but no, no, you don't have to be a meditator to benefit from my work, no, because the angels would, will do it for you. Okay. Now, you sometimes will say prayers on the tapes that you give people and the, you know, and, and what you're doing. Does does that help if somebody listens to those prayers over and over again, or do you have specialized prayers that are meant to be listened to over and over again? I'm going to be launching that. Um, one of my clients, um, she called me the next when I was actually in the hospital um, <laughs> and asked me to pray for her, and I did. And then, like, just everything radically shifted for her. And I've seen this before um, when I am in person and I will, you know, put my hands over someone and pray for them. Um, things do happen. And um, there's an, an instance of that in the book where someone had really bad energy um, had been hijacked from them. And there's before and after photos in the book of before I prayed for her and then after, and she was completely delivered um, from all of that, just in the span of a prayer. So, you know, we all know that prayer is powerful and focused prayer is, um, can, is, and can be miraculous. So I'm going to be making that available to more people uh, right after the first of the year. Yeah. They'll be able to go to my website, download a prayer, and then, um, you know, partake in some specialized prayers that I'll be offering. So do you offer also a prayer hotline? Um, at this time, I do not have a prayer hotline because um, I'm just one person. But through the ministry, uh, Freed by the Light Ministries, uh, we will be probably doing something like that in the new year. Yes. Okay. What happens when you have a light body or a chakra system that is way damaged? I mean, what does that look like? And how do the angels repair that? How can you tell? Uh, some, if, something, if something is mildly damaged, they'll just replace that particular chakra. It's just like fixing a car. We'll give you a new carburetor. We'll give you a new heart chakra, whatever. Uh, they just take out the old one and dissolve it, and we'll bring in new energy. If the system is really, really corrupt or damaged, they will often give the person a new light body. And that is a, an amazingly transformational experience. Um, and people just, you know, things just vanish and they're, they're light and refreshed and they're pain free. And it's, it's amazing. So they will actually remove and dissolve that old energy body and give you a brand new one. It's wonderful. That sounds like it would take a really long time. So how many sessions are needed or is it very specific according to what's wrong with somebody or what's right with somebody? Yeah, it depends. Um, for instance, I just had a clearing the other day from a woman who was suicidal, and um, I was really, you know, kind of saving up my energy because I thought it would be really heavy to move. But at the beginning of the session, every time I do this, I call in so many angels and guides and protectors, and I really felt a very strong, even like a boosted angelic presence that day. And the stuff just moved instantly. It was, you know, we were done in an hour. So most people can have really tremendous results um, within just a one hour and 15 minute session. Some people need multiple sessions to, re to remove and relieve additional layers of trauma or restore various parts. Um, but again, people have been delivered from addictions and, and past sexual trauma and adoption issues and all that stuff in just a single session. Okay, so do you have programs that assist in the healings, like that are general programs that people can tap into if they can't get to you? 
I am developing that for the new year. I'm in the process of doing that right now. So when we air this, it'll probably, um, you know, be in December or something. So after the holidays, people can check on my website, getrealanswers.com, and those services will be available. Yes. Oh, fabulous. So, okay, so let's say somebody has very limited means, but they would like to benefit from what you have to offer. So what's possible for them? Well, I'm going to be doing either a weekly or a bi-monthly um, meditation for an hour. I just uh, did this um, a while back, and it was really popular. So people, it's online. Anybody can access it anywhere in the world. Uh, it's a great centering tool. It's a great healing tool. Uh, it's a place that can just, you can like self-nurture for an hour every week. And that'll be on a sliding scale of like 20 bucks to 50 bucks, whatever a person can pay for that. Um, and I have to charge because it does take my own personal energy reserves to do this. So I choose to do work that has me present in it versus other online courses where people just send you, you know, PDFs and, and recordings. Um, I do feel that people do receive angelic energy through my presence and I, I work really hard to be a really good channel. So it's, it's about, you know, protecting my energy and that is a limited resource. So I do have to charge for some of those things. And well, then, you have um, bills to pay just like everybody else. I mean, we all need I to do. pay, you know, charge for your time. I do. I do. And, and I also do, I do a lot of free things that people don't know about and I help when I'm told to help and I don't ever worry about, you know, whether I'm getting paid or not. Um, and then another thing that I'm going to be doing that's really great is uh, the psychic development course. So that's online. That's 12 sessions. And in that, I go through and I show everybody the grounding techniques that I actually use um, before I work on someone. And we go through each of the chakras so they'll be able to go into their own spaces the way that I do uh, to their own capability, clear those out, unite with their energy, learn to deal with entities, learn to scan their energy field, learn to open up their clairvoyance, learn to notice spirit in their life, um, you know, get in touch with dreams and, and their own spirit guides and their angels. And it's a phenomenal journey. Um, and it's just been so transformative for people. And so that'll be starting up um, probably not before the end of the year, but probably right around the beginning of the year. And that's 12 sessions. And that's um, also on a sliding scale. And so that'll be wow. probably, it's, it's usually an hour to two hours online uh, for 12 sessions. You know, Margo, I've heard you say, the lords of karma put the brightest lights in the darkest places. Would you explain that statement to our listeners? You know, there is a cosmic battle going on between good and evil. And it's at the heart of every, every piece of humanity here on earth you know it's in it's in our subconscious it's in our tvs it's in our movies it's in every game ever created this battle between good and evil and it's really real in in this planet and so um in an effort to subvert the light and every time every time i talk to a malevolent entity of any kind it's and i ask it why are you doing this it says to, to suppress the light to suppress the light their job is to suppress the light, to, to keep us down, to suppress us, to trip us up, to keep us from shining our light, to keep us from being successful. And so they intervened for many people in my generation and a past generation and basically um, pretended to be, you know, the people on the other side as we were passing over. And instead of taking us to the light, they said, no, 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 you have karma, you have to come back. And so we were born into very abusive families, 
terrible families, families that sexually abused us and beat us and tried to kill us and put us down. And in, in these families, we felt like outsiders. We felt like aliens. We weren't like them. We're not like them. And we had horrible lives of suffering and torment. And so many of us have overcome so much um, just to survive on this planet. And so, you know, I used to say before I did this work, God puts the brightest candles in the darkest rooms. And I thought that was to try and, you know, elevate the darkness. But my greater understanding now is that God would never do that because God is loving and God wants us to win this war. And that's why the angels are here. And the reason that we can't always connect to God is because the dark has placed a net around us that is literally blocking the light from getting to us. So my job is to get rid of that darkness so that people can be connected with the light and shine their light and be free of that oppression. So that's my explanation of, of how we, we get placed in darkness. I don't believe we choose it. I don't believe it's part of, quote, unquote, God's plan for us. And I don't believe that we deserve it. No, we don't, don't deserve it. And we I think that's we absolutely maybe a mental it. game. Yeah, right. I think that's a mental game that sometimes people might say, oh, well, you know, maybe I just deserve this. And so that's why I'm here. It's actually a tactic by the dark, and I talk about that at length in my book. In the center of my book is this whole thing about religion and spirituality and the New Age movement and, you know, what we've been taught to believe, that we're responsible for everything that happens to us, and we choose every experience. And I'm sorry, but my experience with the angels, with literally thousands of people all over the world with all kinds of predicaments, is that the angels are always compassionate. And there's only been a few instances, and you mentioned one of them, Samuel, when the angels took that person to task and said, you know, you brought this on yourself. Every other instance of sexual abuse, trauma, family problems, you know, any kind of torment that the person went through, the angels had actually weep. And they're like, we're so sorry. And when we break that oppressive hold that the dark has over them, their torment stops. And it was never their fault. And it's just a tactic. If you teach people there is no devil, then they're going to blame themselves. And then they're never going to look for the real culprit. So fascinating. Margo, we just so love having you on the show. Thank you again so much for joining us. Oh, I love being here. You are so smart and such a wonderful interviewer. <laughs> and I love your books as well. And it is always a pleasure. I will always come back. Thank you Great. so much for having Thank me. Thank you. Be prepared and surprised and so pleased when you experience Margot Mateus's tour. Her website again is GetRealAnswers.com. Margot Mateus excels at being able to see inside your body to clear the items that are holding you back from being all that you can be. This is found in the letter combination of A-T-E. If your name has the combination of A-T-E in that exact order, you too can assist others in releasing their negativity and transmuting it into the light. Do you want to know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyatt, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which can be heard every weekday at various hours right here on xzbn.net radio, an X-Zone radio station, and on the website, Know the Name, Know the Person. This is Sharon Lynn Wyatt, signing off.